0: your samples gets I kind of just wanted to throw out like Georgia right we've seen them we haven't talked about Georgia because we haven't been impressed by them one single week of the year I think you mentioned the other day their offer uh against the spread on the season like yeah over what- own five if you were a voter and you had your first place vote give it and you gave it to
1: uga what's your defense for that just a hypothetical i i have no idea i mean it seems like and we we'll get into michigan later too it's they're rewarding these teams for what they did last year not this year the the fact that georgia and michigan are 1-2 right now considering that neither of them have played a soul and they, they won't play a soul pretty much this whole season till, till later. So it's what they're just, they're just locking their spots no matter what they do. That seems kind of unfair for the teams behind them. Like, I don't yeah, it Georgia own five against this. How is like that? That's the ultimate equalizer is the spread according to Vegas. So, I mean, even Vegas thinks they're going to start putting this, that down, like, I don't know dude Georgia just does not look great they just they'll just propped up like usual yeah like it it's not against
0: not voting them number 1 with them being undefeated this year has nothing to do with them being having maybe the most dominant two year stretch we've ever seen like the it's a weekly poll based on the prior weeks happenings in college football like and and it kind of works alongside the the whole you know late losses mean more than early losses and these kind of intricacies of of the rankings and the polls but i i don't know i don't know what a voter could tell me that's vo- one of the majority that's voting georgia at number 1 i i don't know how they could make it make sense to me that texas does not deserve the number one vote over Georgia, right? You can vote for anyone. Why, how can you tell me in 2023 that Georgia deserves to be the number one team in the country? I I feel like every single person that is making that vote would call back to them having not lost in two years, which shouldn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. But I'd say, like... Oregon and Texas, I genuinely believe Oregon, Texas, Michigan should be the top three teams in the country from what I've seen. Michigan hasn't played anyone. They and they still have Georgia hasn't either, but Michigan has looked better against nobody than Georgia has. Yeah. Auburn's bad. And Dude, I know we Auburn. About I was this. just
1: looking at previous scores. Auburn beat Cal by four by four points, fourteen to ten final against Cal. And they they lost to Texas A&M by three uh, three scores. Who uh, a mid Texas A&M team? They got smoked by Miami. So for Georgia, they squeak one out against Auburn. Like we said, Auburn had like what thirty passing yards. It's going to be like that the whole year. They can't throw the ball. It's a team that literally cannot throw the ball, and they got manhandled up front when they knew they were only going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. So they squeak it out. And the thing is, looking at Georgia's schedule, they don't play anybody at all. Their their toughest test is like this week against Kentucky for like a month and the next month and a half or something. like. Mm-hmm. So the, the fact that they are just solidified with their past performance or whatever, that's what we're going to say. It, that makes it getting, so much they're, worse. They're getting rewarded for playing no one. They're getting rewarded by the schedule for playing no one. And honestly, at this rate, The way they look, if they drop one game, I don't think they should be in. I mean, they play no one. And I guess if you whatever, if they lose to Kentucky this week at home, you know, like, how can you say that that's uh, and then when it comes down to it, I guess the conference championships, the ultimate. If they beat whoever's coming out the other side, but the other side of the SEC doesn't look great either. So how are we just going to reward the SEC for playing no one and having a bad year with putting in. This one loss team over, like, say, like a one loss Pac twelve team. I don't think that the Georgia deserves to be in if they had a loss over someone like. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I, I think there has to be some kind of like hybrid ranking system that factors in strength of schedule, especially to start a season. Because, like you said, they're getting rewarded. It's it's not merit based at this point. the 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 number is what 5 and 0 right they're 5 and 0 there's a lot of teams that are 5 and 0 louisville's 5 and 0 louisville just got ranked snuck
1: in snuck in
0: but in 2023 they're both 5 and 0 what is it that has louisville just now becoming ranked for the first time of the season versus georgia what they've done in the past and nothing else because If you're, it's one thing if it's strength of schedule is being discussed in within that ranking, but it's clearly not. And like you said, they play nobody. Kentucky will be probably the biggest test they'll have until the SEC championship, especially the way Tennessee has been pretty bad. Looking at
1: their schedule, they have their ranked matchups are Kentucky at 20 which is current Missouri and November 4th at 21 and Ole Miss 16 November 11th. And then Tennessee is 22. So just mid teams, you know what I mean? They don't play one, one legit team until the SEC championship. Like if they get there, whatever. And and they're not
0: put in a position where they have to earn it in the poll. No, because they've just been crowned at number one. Other teams need those ranked games to start moving up in the poll. You start at number one, they don't want to drop. It's harder to drop from number one to anywhere else without a loss than anywhere else. Like USC dropped this week. They their defense troubled some people. So they dropped. So there's if if Georgia wins against bad teams for the rest of the season by one point they will finish at one is basically what the the voters have told us which is disgusting honestly it's bad for the sport especially where we've been talking so much about the depth of this season and yet the one team that hasn't shown up that has shown us less than every other team we see in the top 10 right now isn't getting any repercussion for not showing us anything on the field the only thing they showed us is that they needed uh maybe the best college tight end of all time to put them on the their entire program on his back to beat peyton thorn yeah yeah i get it at auburn and that's a tough that can be a tough place to play and sometimes auburn's defense stands on their head but by the end of that game they were down like four offensive defensive starters too And whatever the scheme was where they they wouldn't put anyone but a linebacker on Brock Bowers, like, if they scheme that differently down the stretch, what is Beck going to do? The only thing he could do was get it to Bowers. They could have lost that game, and I wish they did so we wouldn't have to, you know, put so much of this on the voters. But I I just see these other teams showing us more and more every single week, except Georgia, but yet they remain number one. Even Michigan this week. Nebraska's terrible. But you know what Nebraska did have? A top 10 rushing defense in the country thus far. Okay. Michigan. They were driving driving semis down the field against Nebraska. So that showed me that Michigan's going to do that to a lot of teams. Their trenches look better than Georgia's trenches right now. Which has normally been the thing that separates those two. They have... You know, their schedule is what it is, but they've looked better in those games. Texas just beat the breaks off Jason Bean. Kansas solid football team. It's a shame Daniels yeah. didn't play, but they beat Bama too. Like, how can you cannot you cannot explain to me a world where Georgia is the top team in the country right now. And it yeah, won't change. It's,
1: it's interesting too. Like you said, just like a hybrid system where I was just going through the list of like some of these teams. It's like you just drop Georgia to like 10 <laughs> after after this week, like the, the next ranking comes out. You got Georgia at 10 and you just put that graphic out. Everybody just loses their fucking minds yeah. on Twitter. It'd be like, you got like Washington state at like nine, like Oklahoma, dude, how is it, like Oklahoma's look 10 times better than Georgia has this year. And they're ranked 12. Like, right. If
0: you were to drop them there, you could show me, nine undefeated teams that have at least one more impressive win.
1: Yeah. Oregon,
0: more impressive win. Michigan, against Nebraska, who's not great, 45-7, more impressive than anything I've seen from Georgia. Texas, two scores over Bama in Tuscaloosa, more impressive. Washington, more impressive. Ohio State, over N.D., more impressive, um, fucking Penn State,
1: yeah, Penn State for sure. Uh, shutout say... win,
0: shutout win over Iowa, more impressive. Fucking Kentucky over Florida, more impressive. USC, um, yeah, I guess that went out over Colorado's, more impressive than anything Georgia has. But Kentucky beating Florida by twenty is more impressive than anything George has done. The only thing you are saying is you think George is going to win the game, so it's not worth dropping them. Which is not you ranking the current team. It's you ranking both the future and the past team. You're ranking everything but the current team. Because, you're wait, why would we drop them if they have this game next week? They're going to be favored. They're probably going to win. We'll keep them up there. But – Yeah, I I think I could keep going honestly with a couple Oklahoma, yeah, over them. It's Florida State over them. It is interesting over them.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Miami too, but there was a um, I was listening to like some professionals like break down um, the market and everything betting wise for college football, and he was saying that his metrics had um, like I think I think he did have Georgia as like the top like betting-wise, like, would be favored type of thing, like you had said. But there was, I think, maybe 10 teams that would be within a touchdown of Georgia, which is crazy. You know what I mean? That is crazy to think about. Where With the way things are power-rated and previous seasons where Georgia opens up as, like, what, a 15-point favorite in the national championship. Like, the fact that is, there's that many teams that would be within seven points of the this two-time, two-straight national champion team is... Just a testament to this uh, season so far.
0: I I just think there needs they need to scrap it. Like I, I I've seen people are talking about how interesting it is that they've been losing some of the first. They don't have as many first place votes. Some of them are starting to go to Michigan. It's like what, what the fuck are we talking about here? It's two. It's a month and a half into the season now, J- yeah. and just now it's a, like, a boy, lot a lot of data pace, points. It won't make a difference at There's this, a lot of data at this points. rate. If they it won't make a difference because you didn't move them because you figured they they were gonna win these games. And once real play started, it, it really wouldn't make a difference because then you'd start playing some real teams. A couple of the real teams they were supposed to play are not good. That is, you know, it couldn't be more different from Notre Dame, right? Who's gonna have two consecutive games here against teams that Really, no one had, you know, circled on their calendar. Duke more so than Louisville because of the shift Duke made last year. But you're talking about two top, two undefeated teams, prime time. I mean, if you include Ohio State and then next week, it'll be four straight against undefeated teams. Um, Assuming, who does USC have this week?
1: Uh um, I think they have a they lie. Have, um, they have Zona. They have Zona. Arizona, over under 72. Thank you. So,
0: so assuming they beat Arizona, it'll be four straight games against undefeated ranked teams for Notre Dame. There needs to be a more tangible, evidence-based metric, other than strength of schedule, Which ends up meaning nothing unless it's the last week of the season and there's two teams that didn't play head to head that have similar strength of or that have very different strength of schedules, but the same record. Like it it really means nothing except for fan bases to throw at each other. But like how how are you rewarding a team that's squeaking one out against Peyton Thorne, not looking great against out of conference opponents, and yet you have other teams that schedules get progressively harder because those teams on their schedule are getting better, or getting results that weren't expected, but they can't move up because you won't move move the team that was put there first. Like these pack yeah. tw- these Pac twelve teams, and I've never given a fuck about the Pac twelve any of those teams, but you're you're gonna need to make some room for them pretty soon. Because they, they can't just keep sitting behind Georgia if one of them keeps routing everyone else and or winning these games against other great teams that we've seen. There are great teams in the Pac 12. We saw we saw Utah go down to the Beavs on Friday night primetime. And it just it, that made me so happy because it's like, oh my God, that we're gonna see a lot of this. We're, these yeah. games are going to be what we thought they were a couple weeks ago. Before they started, we had this, this idea because of how they were looking. There's going to be some parity. There's going to be some phenomenal one-loss Pac-12 teams here in the next month and a half. Do people have the balls to keep them high, to keep pushing them up and giving them votes, top 10 votes, top 5 votes? Because their schedule is difficult – Because they're looking good against other good teams, or are we just going to sit on what teams did last year until they fucking play a conference championship?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's (laughs) it is it is annoying. I and I think we are we are we're all just kind of dumb with Georgia too, especially if they're playing like dog shit. And dude, you know what? You know what's similar too, where um the one season that Florida State had uh the year after they won. Where they went, Jameis had won whatever ended up being like twenty something games in a row as the starter. But that second season, like everybody knew that Florida State wasn't good. But like they were just squeaking everything out, yeah. like just barely hanging on. Even I, I guess Georgia hasn't done that yet. I mean, kind of though. The way they they're playing, but they're getting close. Closer to it. Um Right, and then they ran into and, and the then Oregon the, buzzsaw. And then they go, go to, or-, or run into Oregon in the playoff and get absolutely murdered. So I don't know. I get. I mean, I guess we can only hope that Georgia gets I, the
0: doors blown off them, but. I think it's fair. To, I think it's fair to say that we are kind of done with Georgia and some of that might be coming from a place where it's like, okay, they're not the best team ever right now. Like let's, let's move things, you know, let's change some things up. But I do yeah. think there's some merit to, you know, giving other teams credit, like, uh, Red River this weekend.
1: is going to be sick. A, if
0: it's a great game, one score game, doesn't matter who wins. I I would say if we see good football and neither team gets blown out, that, that is immediately more merit for a top ranking than Georgia,
1: even if they are undefeated. defeat. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. I mean, any any of these are, but I mean, we'll see coming up what they end up doing. I was trying to find, I know like that Reddit college football puts out the graphic of the AP poll. Have you been seeing that they've been kind of getting moved, shuffled around with Michigan more? Like you had said. I've seen more more votes. More votes have been going down to
0: Michigan and Texas. But I, I think here's another thing is. People like to discredit the poll by saying, you know, oh, well, it it doesn't end up mattering because, like, if you win out, if you go undefeated or you win your conference championship, you'll get in. Right.
1: Well, if it doesn't
0: fucking matter, then why won't you move Georgia or another top team that's not performing if they're still winning? Yeah, if it doesn't matter, if it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, then you would have put Texas number one, right? This
1: dude, this guy, eight hours after they beat Alabama, I pulled it up. This guy, Matt Baker, this guy's the goat. He's got Ohio State one, Texas two, Florida State three, Georgia four, Michigan five. So all three teams that have the win are up at one, two, three, as they should be. I completely agree
0: with that top four. Yeah, yeah, ex- uh, yeah, Michigan's on the
1: outside looking in, the funniest part.
0: I would probably have Michigan over Georgia, though.
1: Yeah, I think I would, too, for sure. Yeah, G- Georgia's at five on the outside looking in.
0: Ohio, Ohio State, Florida State, and Texas.
1: Any order, been, I think, honestly.
0: and uh, Yeah, in any order are the top three teams in the country. Because they've, they're the only ones that have a real win worth riding home about and they beat in everyone else yeah I I, I do want to recap some of these games because I think normally Oklahoma gets more Credence than they've gotten this year like it's shocking to me that they're still down not in the top 10 yet You know, I'm, it's bittersweet because I think we both rode them under wins this year.
1: Yeah, I have. I have them <laughs> under. <laughs> I was preaching that they were going to be asked this year, and they've just been amazing. So that kind of stinks. But like Gabriel has answered every
0: question about what he's capable of, if there were any. Dude, yeah, they score that's... 50 points a game. It's that. that's what I'm <laughs> saying is like an undefeated Oklahoma team right now going into Red River scoring 50 a night is a tw- is is number 12. 12, yeah, that's crazy. They are behind Alabama who lost and almost lost to a team that's a borderline FCF school this year. So I I, I just I just need that to make a little more sense like if <laughs> You can't the these pe- the puzzle pieces don't really fit together, I think, is is my point here. You know, like if if they beat if they beat Texas, where does Texas go? Where does Alabama go? If if Texas beats them, how far do you drop them? Why? If they lose to Texas, they would drop way down. So that they should the still 20s. be above Alabama. If they lose yeah. to Texas, they should still be ranked above Alabama. If it's close,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, because they because they've looked better, and they both have a loss to Texas.
1: Yeah, the, they've looked better the than Alabama, thing, but that's not the, the only case. thing. Alabama's that's done needs to make sense. The only thing Alabama's done is just have Nick Saban be alive on the sidelines. That's why they're eleven this year, <laughs> and it's that's the that's kind of the point that we're hammering home going through all these teams and everything, where it is it's not merit based. It's there's some writer who – because it's all writers that do it. I mean, if you pull up the yeah, picture – Yeah, and every poll, writer or,
0: with their affiliation votes for their team anyway.
1: Yeah, I if you look at, like, the Ohio State <laughs> guy, he's got Ohio State number one. The Texas <laughs> guy is Texas number one. It's, it's hilarious. There There is a there is a writer for Nevada. He doesn't have them ranked, unfortunately, but he's just got Nevada number one. I think they'd pull his credentials, but – Yeah, it is it is pretty funny, the affiliations. Or, or if you got – if you're a big and of course it is of course it is yeah everything's so biased yeah if
0: i if i wrote for fucking ohio state i would say they're number one too yeah and i would i would be able to back that up
1: because i'd be like yeah they beat notre dame who's really good this year yeah but then but then the thing is too where i don't know what the ratio of all of this is like the nuances of the ap poll and everything but because I, I feel like these people also prop up their conference, too. You know, because everybody's got conference blood, like, ties and everything. Where you're going to have your... Oh, yeah. Like, the the Oregon writer's going to have Washington at four and Oregon at five. You know what I mean? Oregon State at ten or Oh, whatever. yeah. The
0: coaches, they want their conference looking way better and better. Which is another factor into this. Like, so I'm looking at the coaches poll right now. almost every coach has Georgia number 1 the it's Georgia, know? Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Florida State that surprises me a little bit i i would think the i would think this would be a lot more even than the ap poll but yeah, I mean it, it's almost wow. Coaches poll has UNC
1: thirteen. Everybody, everybody always says the coaches poll is the biggest joke, like every year. And I, it's kind of that's kind of weird to think about too, where like the guys on the sidelines are just because I feel like they like like we say it's just like yeah, oh yeah, Nick Saban, Alabama, put them at six. Uh, you know, what what is the coaches poll at Bama at?
0: So there's a there's a coach that has Bama as high as three yeah as low exactly well there's a there's coaches that have texas as low as 12 that means there are coaches that have alabama <laughs> it's just still higher than texas
1: yeah that's crazy it's yeah. nick saban right yeah it has to be so my, I, I mean i feel like saban would put alabama at one right i guess you can't but
0: it would be funny. It's yeah, can, is, like there, little, is there is there like, any
1: restrictions on these polls? Like, can these guys just write in a bunch of clown ass? Like, it it would be funny if it's like you know, all right, every
0: week they drop the coaches' poll, and every week it's what a hundred thirty eight way tie for first, with every Division one team has one vote for number one. <laughs>
1: like, I yeah, you have Rutgers with a with a number one vote a panel yeah, that's... of 66 head coaches at football bowl
0: subdivision schools.
1: Who sta- who's random stopping that conference from doing by that conference plus we... Right?
0: Like um I get I guess nobody. It, it's it's random and you get a vote. So if you're so the, I, I the Hawaii like, coach next week when he gets it, he's going to be like let's go. I'm I'm ranking us this week. There's someone that has Tennessee as high as 9. Um Josh Heupel, like, come on.
1: <laughs> like, or, or like I, his I,
0: buddy, his crony the from more, like the uh m- Mississippi <laughs> State or <laughs> something.
1: just <laughs> propping him up.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, like his brother in law is like a trainer somewhere <laughs> that somehow got a, a coach's pole get bid. But yeah, like the more the more you look, the more ridiculous it is. Which goes back to our points that like You do they do the FPI stuff, right? They do the all the AI. Like this is something I think it would probably be better if these football supercomputers were making the ranking, where you plug in all the stuff that you think matters, and you don't have fucking coaches or writers that have been writing for Georgia for forty five years, just voting them number one every single time, no matter. You know, how much they won by or how bad they looked like that. That would make more sense. I'm Louis uh, LSU. Someone has them as high as five. They have two losses. <laughs> Who as low as Th- that's Brian Kelly.
1: That's Brian Kelly. At five with two losses. Are you kidding me? That's ser- so there are no restrictions on this then. They there can are, just do whatever the fuck someone... they want. This week's coaches poll.
0: There was a coach that had Louisiana State University as the number five best team in the country. Wow, that's concerning. There are coaches yeah. that have LSU who have a second loss over Florida State over coaches where they're putting Florida State. It's I I, I really don't think you meant you mentioned that that the top five. Earlier I really don't Think that there's More variation From there like I Think I think then you know you Throw in the Pac-12 schools And even Oklahoma And Then that's kind of it like Then you then you have you Know the one lost Notre Dame who's the best Team that's not undefeated right now I'd say um but like, what what are we doing here? Like, this is. I, then you change to the playoff ranking that just adopts the AP poll, regardless, you know, and is is probably even more biased because they're the ESPN guys. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, if, I don't know the better if only way. there was, if only there was a better uniformity, and everything that that it was concrete and not just made up, you know, that we've been kind of talking about like it is, uh, i don't know it's uniformity merit based that's if we could get to a system like that and i guess that's the only the only way to do it is supercomputer but we have supercomputers calculating player scores on pff and stuff so why can't they calculate like team scores or stuff exactly like that? exactly
0: i mean you can tell me after you know a, a fake punt how much percent Chance difference it is That a team wins a game based off One singular play mm-hmm. You know you could throw all those numbers in It'll spit you one out I, And and I I do I do think you know it's, it's not like If you did that you'd have You know Fresno State At number one I don't think that's what would happen I think you would still have A lot of the same teams But you But it would be it would be more in line with what the average fan is viewing.
1: Yeah. Like no, and seen, it's... Yeah. Numbers, I mean, numbers rule everything in sports now with the way baseball's being done. You know what I mean? With all of the different metrics and the nerd shit. You look at... um percentages on that that's that's all Vegas does is use these supercomputers and there's nobody that's more right on anything than Vegas ever they're always down to the number and to the nearest thousand to the nearest second and that's that's how they're generating these they have these computers going at all times that produce these point. live lines that produce all of this so but yeah and it's it kind of goes back to it seems that football it, just as as a process is archaic you got fucking. Chains, you got refs. There's so much human error in all of this, the whole process involved, but I don't know. That was, that was my tangent. No, I, um,
0: it, it does, it does just logically, you know, everyone turns to Vegas. Wait, why, why is this lot? How is this a two touchdown spread? How, how how are they only given two and a half, you know, on the what whatever it is. If you wonder it at first, nine times out of ten after the game, you go, oh, that's why. It comes down to you, a hook, or yeah. It comes down, it's on the number. A 72-point total is on the number with 45 seconds left. Like every time you're you're re- you know, invigorated with the just awe of these Vegas computers and the numbers that they're spitting out for all of these games. And the more random or the the less crucial a game is, the more just awe-inspiring some of the numbers are. You know, you're watching some Pac-12 After Dark game in 2018 and their first half total just... The under hits by half a point because a twenty-eight yard field goal hits the post. That like shit, like that, and then you are like, "Wow, how did they know that?" Well, they know it every single time. Yeah. So how is that? How how would that not immediately become the most trusted formula for ranking the teams if if we are having to use these rankings to determine who plays for a national championship? Instead they used of, to fucking vote without playing a game. Yeah, like every and and then they they th- they're like they're moving forward. Well, now we're gonna vote or take the top two from these coaches or these dipshits that are co- that are voting, and take the top two. Oh well, I guess we'll make it four. And but it's still it's still predicated off these initial polls that are. You know, basically giving teams chances versus other ones not. not. Yeah. Like right now, Oklahoma is on the outside looking in, and they couldn't have done mm. anything differently, really. Yeah. No. Not if at you're all. if you're Brent Venables, you're like, okay, what the fuck? Let's think. Let's think from just a fundamental standpoint, right? How are we below Georgia? Like, what have we done to get the not not national? besides not winning a national championship last year? How is Bama ranked ahead of us? Or how is Georgia ranked ahead of us? You couldn't tell, you couldn't answer me that question. Yeah. They yeah, won the last two national championships, so they're ranked ahead. 2023, what have you seen from them? Brock Bowers, still fantastic. Like, Carson Beck, okay. Defense, okay. D-line getting getting pushed back by Auburn. I saw that. I saw a lot of that. I saw Peyton Thorne almost take an 85 yard, 90 yard touchdown to the house on them. Like there's a lot, a lot that I've seen from them that I have not seen from teams that are up to 10, 12 spots below them in the poll right now.
1: Yeah, instead of instead of teams actually passing some sort of a computer test they got they, they're passing the eye test they, we we have the eye test in college football because that's that's a that's a, a real thing that's a substantial thing to go off of the eye test and it's just all made up you know what I mean it's just whoever you want in there you know <laughs> at, at at a certain point right yeah I mean yeah the eye test
0: tells you that Brock Bowers is it's going to go to the NFL. End ever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. Like, and and the thing is, people know it's flawed because they're like, well, you know, if you if you do what you're supposed to do or do what you have to do and win the game and win all the games, you'll be where you you're supposed to be at the end. Like everyone has this, you know, disclaimer about it, too. Like, you know, if you just win out, you'll be fine. You don't have to worry about the poll like you shouldn't have to be saying that you shouldn't have to say you don't have to worry about the poll because that you know that guilt is already there like you're admitting the guilt that this poll is probably bullshit i mean yeah. it, there there will be there will be teams that are screwed over this year late because teams have been held
1: above them out of pretty arbitrary circumstance here. And just from the sheer amount of teams that are going to be in there at the end, from what it looks like at this point. So
0: once teams start losing, it will be interesting. Once teams start losing conference games, say Notre Dame wins against Louisville. And USC. couple losses. That will have to be the best resume on a one-loss team, right? Yep. Early loss, dropped them low. We obviously can't jump. um, Ohio State. Ohio State. But we'll probably not also be able to jump any undefeated team that really has has a shot. So that that's where it'll get even weirder is when it's like, okay, so then strength of schedule really means nothing like it or it it means different things for different teams. It's like, you know, if you have a good strength of schedule, you want it to be talked about and you want it to be shown. If you don't, you don't want anyone to talk about it. You're like, well, these games were scheduled a couple years ago and we didn't know they were going to be dog shit and like, You know, so teams have it both ways regardless. It just comes down to how many dickheads are fucking still cock riding Georgia. Like they that still think, you know, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are out there and are going to keep voting them in like they're the 2022 dogs when they're not. So, again, the bureaucracy in sports is just overwhelming, especially college football. There's so many irons in the fire, and it doesn't get better with the playoff ranking. Like that, don't, that makes it so much more sus. How they change it over to their own ranking system committee? Yeah. Why? Why? How? does it? How can you explain that? Why? Why would you go off another poll and then just be like, "All right, we'll take it from here"? Like that. That makes <laughs> it job, so guys. Much, That makes it so much
1: worse. Honestly, just
0: use it throughout. Then why would it not start from
1: week zero? Yeah, it starts in like week eight. It's like, wait, why is this different from the, why does the eight people not matter anymore?
0: <laughs> why Why are we, why is everyone referencing it if it's just going to literally get thrown out like yesterday's news one random Tuesday in November? Like,
1: yeah, that's a good point. I don't, that's so weird that they do it like that. All right, and guys. It's, it just gives them an excuse then because they can just write their own narrative when it, when it comes time to it. Where well yeah, yeah they can
0: if they don't like something they're seeing they'll just change it and be like well no that we we have our own systems for measuring but they'll, they'll then no, nobody nobody like, knows Alabama's the system though
1: nobody right. knows they the system
0: they keep it hidden so it's like well these are what our you know it's like the joke everyone's like oh my model has this closer to six and a half you know and everyone get everyone <laughs> yeah. has a good laugh about it they genuinely do that because they open up and then they put some team that might be better for ratings or for whatever reason for a story be like well you know our our computers our analysts our data they had them there but you 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 can't know what it is you can't ever know what it is or who the suits are hidden behind the fucking espn logo in the top the top brass over there that are putting these pudwax in like they they keep all that confidential and just Hope you're like oh oh well you know if their computers say it, it's got it's probably uh, right. yeah if
1: if you say so yeah that's... if
0: you say Alabama's the number fourth team in the country you know with two every losses, every here, single year
1: even if they lose you know, yeah I, I, guess, I trust I guess yeah. Right. I, yeah
0: I I I I trust you guys but it, it kind of is like you know in in all, every like movie or TV show there's always some like you know big dick contest between like cops it's like oh the FBI's in here or, like. You know, some bigger... we'll take it we'll take
1: it from here, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just the jurisdiction battle with the local guys like, No, I broke this thing, I'm I'm staying on. It's like, no, buddy, like this
1: is ATF's case now, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what they do now in the playoffs with the ranking. Like, yeah. okay. And then they just wow, yeah, it's wild. Like, are they, are they going to use the same ranking system for the 12th team? Are they still going to be doing, like, all right, we'll take it from here as the 12th team? Because the college football, it, it, it's only the six, you know, and then they basically just throw the eight people under it. You know, they, they rank the, the four that are in, and then they're, like, the first two out, and then it's just, like, wherever the fuck else you're, you're ranked. It normally doesn't even matter because if you're ranked outside the top eight in the first playoff ranking, you're probably not getting in. Yeah. All I know is it's, fuck Kirk Herbstreet because I know he's behind all this. Yeah, he's
1: he's the he's the puppet pulling the strings. He's the front man for sure. It's it's he also, has to
0: defend it with every fiber of his being all the
1: time. And explain yeah. it. It's like the when fe- they bring do, in the rep. Do you think it'll still be ranking twenty five even with twelve teams? Because twenty-five is such an arbitrary number, it's like, oh, well, he said it was. T- there's only twenty-five teams that should be ranked. <laughs> like, it's, and it's in college basketball, like the top twenty-five, and there's like three hundred fifty teams in Division One. Right. So, like, if if you were to, and there's there's a hundred, it, it'd be like there's a the hundred and thirty. Yeah, exactly. But like, why? Just some some ass crack said it was twenty-five, and they're like, ah, oh, I guess I guess we'll trust him.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, in in football, if you expand the playoff, there's really no reason to not be like top you know, thirty six or something, right? I was almost thinking reverse, like you might as well only do the top just go 12. twelve. Yeah, that
1: that too makes sense. Yeah,
0: you, or for the, for like NCAA basketball, close. it could be
1: top sixty four or whatever, whatever at large, top forty eight or sixty four would
0: make sense. Like,
1: yeah, that's how many teams freaking make the field after the plant like yeah
0: like it there should be what well, there's been no point of having a 25 25 what
1: does that do oh it gives it gives you who's going to be a six seed like it's the stupidest shit ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but to but to be fair like you know it, if and everyone's experimenting with the 12 team playoff this year um in terms of what it would look like just because it's on the horizon and the way this is um This is kind of, you know, turning out, but the last, if if we were to say that the new poll is 12 teams along with the playoff, or if you just made it to college football playoff, whatever the fuck, Oklahoma would be the last ranked team. And then it would fall to see where's 13. Who's 13 Washington state.
1: I, I
0: don't really have a problem with that. Yeah. Like, does does Washington State have to be ranked right now? Do we know they're really good? Do we know Cam Ward's really good? Is, are they a fun team? Like, yeah, but once you get after Oklahoma right now, you're not really worried about UNC or you know, Kentucky right now. Maybe in a couple weeks you will be and they'll be in they'll be ranked. But like, why do I have to know that, you know? And Louisville the thing, just just broke into the thing.
1: The thing 25. with the the lower rankings too. It's like the second they lose, like if we if Notre Dame smokes Louisville, they're just not ranked anymore. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so, a, that, it's but that nice that like counts. Lesson. That counts as like a ranked win for like like George is going to accumulate these ranked wins against these twenty plus ranked teams that have no, that mean nothing in the in the landscape. You know what I mean? I guess that's why.
0: Literally four ranked wins or ranked on ranked games. But it's it's stupid. It
1: should it should be a, there should be other metrics then used to mm-hmm. measure these teams, and not just yeah I don't know like it if, should be if you it to, should go down to twelve. That's a good idea. That's that's our you heard it here first. Change it.
0: Also, if you got more strict with scheduling and got rid of some of the Georgia versus Sanford or you know Notre Dame playing Tennessee State, you know every team has them. If you got More strict with, you know, not letting Power Five and Notre Dame, for all intents and purposes, schedule those games and you kept it to conference, Power Five, Group of Five, Group of Five, right? Then you can do a more fulfilling and more accurate ranking system. So it's like Power Five or Group of Five win at home one point power five group of five win away two points playing a top 12 power five or group of five team three points. Like You know what I mean? Like it's hard to measure when, you know, you have a team playing like three games against teams that you'll never know what they really are because they're not even a fucking division one football team. Like Notre Dame winning by 50 against Tennessee state didn't show us anything about them or Tennessee state because Nebraska would probably beat them by 52. Like, you know, so if you were able to regulate some of those more of the games on the schedule, you can do a more, uh, easier to follow ranking system in terms of, you know, quality quantity. Um, of of wins that is so you don't have to shorten the field you don't have to shorten the field to be able to do things that would make the rankings better like Notre Dame would have a lot of points right now they deserve it texas would probably have the most points right now with wins, wins by x amount, wins against ranked teams, the team they what the team was ranked when they beat them, like you know all those kinds of things are what should be factored in but then they don't show up on the rankings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, I mean as for everybody listening, like we've just been kind of spitballing ideas to to change this this system that just means honestly nothing that is not that doesn't function well and leaves us with more questions than answers. So it's not like we're fucking Nostradamus and we know everything, but it's, it's just better to like bring things to the table than just settle on some ass cracks vote from Nevada that he's got Georgia number one. So it's probably right. Like,
0: I don't know. Yeah. And then they, and then the last thing they always do is like Fresno state, right? Very good team. OK, well, we're going to we're going to we're going to rank them now to make them like that feel good story that, you know, that this this team is actually legit. We're going to we're going to throw a number next to their name. So everyone kind of pays attention to them actually being a solid team, even though if they win out and win every game by 100 points, they still we won't we won't give them a shot. Yeah, we'll exactly. Yeah, exa- you know what I mean? Like the whole slap the whole on Boise the ass state. for the,
1: for the effort. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like so. The ranking doesn't matter because if Fresno State goes thirteen and zero, they're not going to be in the playoff. You know that they would never let that happen. There's been years where group of five teams have gone undefeated, won every game. Boise State, namely, what what are you going to do? Put them in the national championship? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> what did they do? Win every game on their schedule convincingly, and their conference championship. Yep. Could they have done anything more? No, but they don't get a shot. But we'll snap a number, so it's like, oh, they're ranked. Oh, boys. You... So some casual can be like, oh, Fresno State's got a got a ranked team this year. Oh, nice. Good for them. It's literally odd. Yeah. So you know, fuck that. I hope. I hope those teams. I hope things work out better for them when the playoff expands. Maybe they'll actually get a shot to. Take down a real team, but yeah, yeah, we didn't even really get into too many of these games. But I'm fine with just, uh, just absolutely ragging on the coaches and a people,
1: and yeah, just a couple of hypotheticals. Yeah, we're. It was it was a, it was a good it, college football. It, it turned out it turned out to be a solid weekend. There were some good games, very good games. Not not too um, many, but the good ones yeah. made up for the rest. If I was
0: gonna live to eighty, on September twenty second. These last two weeks of Irish football pushed that down to about sixty-five,
1: dude. You're telling Holy me, and, and I'm a fucking Cubs fan. Took that the week of where they blew their playoff spot. Took a week off my life, or a year off my life. Notre Dame, Ohio State probably took five years off my life. I mean, yeah, this yeah. Duke game. I it's a good thing. I yeah, it's it's been yeah. That's that's football. That's sport, though. That's why we watch. That's why we play the games. Kurt Cousins had a good year.
0: Quavo gets cooking.
1: Get fucked.